Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. We are now at race number 12 of the 2022 season, and we are at Darlington Raceway on Mother's Day for the Goodyear 400. What makes this race so special is, one, it's going to be throwback weekend, so we got a lot of cool paint schemes to look at. I mean, I can just think of a few off the top of my head that I already absolutely love, including William Byron's paint scheme of the 2007 Jeff Gordon number 24 car. You also have... I think uh, Rick Rare Racing in the number 15 car is going to be doing a throwback to Clint Boyer. That I thought that was pretty cool to see. Mark Martin's number 6 car with Brad Keselowski. And there's so many others. Uh, you guys got to check them out. They have some really good paint schemes for there. But also for the fact that Darlington is one of the most interesting races of the season. I mean, it is a track that is so oddly shaped compared to every other racetrack. There's so many highlights that have happened at this racetrack all the way from 2003 where we had the closest finish in NASCAR history to even the most recent races. I mean, remember Kyle Larson running into the wall trying to get past Denny Hamlin for the victory for the first round of the playoffs? That was a really, really good race. And even in 2020 when they ran three races here, all those races provide a lot of entertainment. So you don't know what's going to happen here at Darlington. And especially with the next-gen car, it's probably even going to be even more exciting from a fan perspective. We got a few bit of news that we should cover on Real quickly, I think the biggest one is regarding the two-time series champion of Kyle Busch. So Kyle Busch has a standby for both Darlington and Kansas. Uh, The reason why this is the case is because Kyle Busch's wife, who is um, Samantha, is on baby watch right now. And the last thing he wants to miss is, of course, his child being born. And on standby is going to be Trevor Bain, the 2011 Daytona 500 winner. Trevor Bain is running part-time in the Xfinity Series, so for him to have an opportunity to potentially run in the number 18 car in the Cup Series could be the biggest break of his career. We shall see what will happen there. Um, Hopefully, we don't see Kyle Busch miss any races because I think that will put him in jeopardy of losing his playoff spot. I'm not sure how they're going to work with that. They're so loose on that one. Like, well, I mean, um, you are Kyle Busch, so I will give you an opportunity to make that up since you got a victory. Who knows what they're going to do? But either way, there is a chance that Kyle Busch could miss either the race at Darlington or Kansas. But we have Trevor Bain as the standby driver. We shall keep track of that, especially on Sunday. If Samantha Bush is giving birth on that day, then more than likely you're going to see Trevor Bain behind the wheel. Also, a bit of news that we should cover on is a tire test is getting ready to happen uh, for Pocono, and that will include, speaking of which, Kyle Busch, Daniel Suarez, and Eric Amarola. They're doing a lot of tire tests right now as they are making sure that These tires meet top qualifications for every single racetrack. So another test going on, this time having uh, drivers from each manufacturer. So it could give them a little bit of advantage there at Pocono. But at least at Pocono, we won't have to worry about any horrible incidents involving tires. Uh, Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And then four teams will lose a crew member here this weekend after pit selection, after inspection failures. These 
crews include the number four of Kevin Harvick, the number five of Larson, the number 34 of Michael McDowell, and the number 48 of Alex Bowman, all whom failed twice and will lose not only a pit selection, but a team member. Robert Smith, the car chief for the number four car, will not be there, as well as Jesse Saunders for the number five team, Ryan Bergenti for the number 34 team, and Ty Sipes for the number 48 team. All those um, car chiefs have been ejected for this weekend. So big news coming out of those guys. How much is it going to affect them? We shall see. Um, the biggest name there is definitely Kyle Larson because Kyle Larson was the favorite on a lot of people's papers to win this race at Darlington. And now with his car chief missing, that may drop just a little bit. So we'll have to keep that in mind when we start making our fancy picks. And speaking of fancy picks, it is now time to dive into that next category as we got to figure out who will be the best drivers to go with here at the Goodyear 400. Um, we got some drivers who have made the list quite a bit here in the last few weeks. We also have some drivers who do not show up on here too much. They're kind of a sporadic driver. And maybe we want to include them here this weekend. Either way, we got to find six drivers that will work with us. So without further ado, let's dive into it. These are our top fantasy picks for this weekend at Darlington at the Goodyear 400. Alrighty guys, so we already know how this works. You got six drivers to choose from. You can only choose one driver 10 times in the first 26 races. So you got to be smart on which drivers you want to go with. You don't want to throw the top five in points for every single race because you will lose them by 10 races and then what are you going to do near the summer stretch when they start dominating? You definitely don't want that. So I'm going to include 13 drivers. Five drivers who I think have an opportunity to win the race. Five drivers that I think can run around the top 10 and get you some good fantasy points. And then three drivers you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. Let's first start off with a driver who just had a pit crew member ejected, more specifically the car chief. Let's talk about Kyle Larson and why he's still considered a really good pick here for this weekend. His last three finishes here at Darlington have been second place. Second, 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 led 156 laps in the most recent race, and then 2019 he led 44 laps. And then before that, he has two more top three finishes in both the 2019 or excuse me, the 2018 and 2017 season. He's just had phenomenal, and I mean phenomenal runs here at Darlington and even though he has that car chief ejection, I still think he's going to be running near the front here in this race. It's really hard to get away from him, especially after the good cars they had. Now, granted, Dover was a little bit of a bummer for him because he got that flat tire and because he spun out in turns three and four. However, they have proven that they have some fast cars. So keep an eye on practice. If he's running near the front in practice and qualifying, then he's definitely going to be running for the victory because of his success in the past. Kyle Larson, number one pick, in my opinion, for this weekend. Next driver as a top pick here for this week, it has to be the number one of Ross Chastain. I mean, he's just had a phenomenal 2022 season. I think he's finished in the top three more times than he's finished outside the top three. It's just been phenomenal for the track house racing, and they are proving right now to be one of the best teams going into the playoffs. Now, granted, we're still really early in the season. I mean, we got another 12 races, or excuse me, 14 races before we dive into the playoffs. So they got to keep that consistency going, but right now they are showing it with this number one car, and I think you should completely jump on this train right now. As long as Ross Chastain is running up front, scoring 50 plus stage points, uh, or excuse me, points 
points overall thanks to stage points, then he definitely should be on your guys' fantasy rosters as a number one or number two pick because he is delivering right now and definitely someone you want to consider as a top pick here this weekend at Darlington, especially with a third place finish and a 15th place finish last year where he led laps in both events. Next driver we want to include as a top pick here for this weekend is going to be last week's winner, the guy who finally got his first victory in over 20-something races. Let's talk about the number nine of Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott has not been victorious yet at this track. In fact, I think his best finish up to this point is a fourth place finish. So why is he considered a top pick here for this weekend? Well, one thing is momentum. Momentum is a huge thing when it comes to NASCAR. It seems like when a driver can get a win, all of a sudden their confidence gets boosted through the roof. They start having phenomenal finishes, and I think right now that's where Chase Elliott is at. But even then, he's been one of the top-scoring drivers here this 2022 season. There's a reason why he has the most points. He's been super consistent, scoring around 42 points per race. So Chase Elliott's been providing us with those good stage finishes and getting us an overall good run uh, for including him on every single weekend. And I think here at Darlington, he's going to have another great run. I mean, we've seen success in the past in that number nine machine. I mean, look at the 2020 season. Yeah, the finishes may not match up, but he led 114 laps in the first Darlington race and then 20 eight laps in the second one where he could have won it but then got taken out by Kyle Busch and then he finishes fourth in the fall race just great results all around always running near the front I think Chase Elliott is a good number one number two pick this weekend for the Goodyear 400. You know what's something pretty interesting about this racetrack? You don't really see people with constant consistent finishes near the front. I mean, yeah, we have people like Kyle Larson who always just finishes up front, but some other drivers, they yeah, they have some first place finishes, some top five finishes, but there's a lot of races where they finish outside the top 10. One driver who has not done that in the last five years has been the number four of Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick looks to be another good driver here for this weekend. As I don't know if he's going to be going for the win or not, he's definitely going to be running up front. Look at these last... Uh, 10 finishes here at Darlington, 5th place, 6th place, 1st, 3rd, 1st, 4th, ninth, 2nd, and 5th. Oh, and by the way, in 2020, he led 32 laps, 10 laps, 159 laps, and that race he won in the fall, his average running position was 2nd. Hands down, just a great consistent driver here in the Lady in Black, and I think Kevin Harvick, hands down, should get another opportunity here. I mean, 2021 was a bad season for him, but look at him. He finished fifth and sixth. You gotta keep him on the list right now. A great number two pick here for the Goodyear 400. And then the last driver we have here on the top tier list is going to be the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Now, this one is definitely one of the more riskier ones just for the simple fact that we do not know if he's going to be running on Sunday or not. So if you put Kyle Busch on your fantasy roster, keep an eye on the news. The last thing you want to see is Kyle Busch on your fantasy roster, and he doesn't even start the race. You know what that will give you? A big, fat zero and just a waste of a fantasy spot. But let's say he doesn't have a kid this weekend. What can we expect out of the number 18 machine? Well, one thing he has proven is that he has some really fast cars this year. Maybe not all the time the best running car, but he's been up front for the most part. Dover, he should have won that race. That whole caution incident really put him in a rough spot. And he was still able to recover and finish in the top 10, maybe in the top 5. He either finished 5th or 6th. It was still a great run for Kyle Busch. 
But look at his results here at Darlington. Uh, yes, his most recent run here was not a good one as he finished 35th. I do believe he got caught up in an accident. But besides that, a third place finish, a seventh place finish, a second place finish, a third place finish, a seventh place finish, a second place finish. And in that third place finish in 2019, he led 118 laps. Great runs by that number 18 machine, and right now it looks like the Toyotas are starting to figure it out just a little bit here with this next-gen car. I don't think they're at the same level as the Chevys at this time, but they are going in the right direction, and I think Kyle Busch is going to do really good here this weekend. I, I would put him kind of in a Kevin Harvick spot. I don't know if he's going to be able to get the victory, but he is definitely going to be running up front, but do keep in mind, he is a riskier pick just because we don't know for certain if he's going to be running this Sunday. So those are your top fantasy picks for this weekend. We got the number five of Kyle Larson, the number one of Ross Chastain, the number nine of Chase Elliott, the number four of Kevin Harvick, and the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Now let's look at some drivers who could very well get to some good fantasy points this weekend. It's time to look at the pretty good category here for the Goodyear 400. Alright, so now let's talk about William Byron in the number 24 machine. William Byron has, once again, had a great season so far here in 2022. Last week, however, at Dover, it was a rough one because of an incident that happened in practice. Even though that incident happened, he still had a really good run. It was just pit strategies did not work in his favor, and he went a couple laps down, was not able to recover. So a bit of a bummer for there. But, man, the team has just had speed. Now, compared to his other Henrik partners, how much of an opportunity does he have to win this race? I, I don't know. I think maybe Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott may have the upper edge on the number 24 team. But you cannot deny William Byron's consistency at a racetrack like this. I mean, yes, when it comes to the playoff race... He just does not have good finishes. I don't know what it is. He just struggles with that fall race. However, look at the other races here most recently. He finished fourth and fifth. And his average running position was between sixth through tenth. Even in 2019, his average running position was tenth. Unfortunately, he gets that flat tire near the end of the race. Not able to finish near the top. But he's been very consistent. He just has to stay out of trouble. So a little bit of a riskier pick. But at the same time, a lot of consistency coming out of this number 24 team. If you want to use him this weekend, he's a good number three pick for Darlington. Next driver on the watch in the pretty good category definitely has to be Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr., it's been kind of interesting for him, hasn't it? Races that we expect him to be running up front, he hasn't been. He's been more of a top 10 guy, sometimes even a top 15 guy. So what do we expect out of Martin Truex Jr. this weekend? A track that he has had success at. I mean, last year he finished fourth and first. In that first place finish, he led 248 laps. It was just an incredible run for Truex. What can we expect out of him here this weekend? Well, you can probably see similar results as far as running around the top 10, scoring a lot of fantasy points. I just don't know if he's going to be even the strongest Toyota this weekend. I can see him totally getting a top 10 in this race, no problem. And I can see him scoring about 42 fantasy points for fantasy rosters. I just don't know if he's going to be going for the win. Still, a great number three pick for your fantasy team. He's definitely going to get you some solid points. But I don't know if you can really expect Gen 6 results. Look at the, how he's been running the Gen 7. And more than likely, he's probably going to be running around the top 10. Still, like I said, could score you a few fantasy points. 
Ah, you know what? Let's shake it up a bit. Why don't we look at a driver a little bit lower down the roster that you can consider a pretty good pick that may have not been having some great finishes here recently, but thanks to his past, he shows that he can have some really valuable finishes. Let's talk about the number 45 of Kurt Busch. Now, maybe some people are just like, what? That's not risky. Well, if you look at the number 45 team, they have not had nearly as great results as we expected out of them, but this could be a great racetrack for Kurt Busch to turn things around because he has always ran fairly well at this racetrack. I mean, let's exclude his 35th place finish last year. Uh, That was just a rough incident for him. He finished 6th, 8th, 15th, 3rd, 7th, 6th, 3rd in the previous eight races minus the 35th place finish. Those are some really, really good uh, numbers, especially for someone who doesn't really run in a top tier team. Let's be honest, Chip Ganassi was kind of like in the mid tier, kind of like a four star team compared to the five stars of Rick Henrik, Team Penske, Joe Gibbs Racing. He was still able to get really good finishes. And I think he's in a similar spot here this year with 2311. I still think maybe he can be able to finish in the top five. He's definitely a number four pick for me. I wouldn't put him at the same level as Martin Trex Jr. or William Byron, but he could give you a break of some of these top drivers and still get you a pretty good result here at Darlington. Kurt Busch, number four pick, and a pretty good guy to go with this weekend. Another driver we got to talk about here in the pretty good category definitely has to be the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. With how great his season has been and how much success he, he has had here in the past, I think you got to include him as a number four pick as well. Chase Briscoe. I mean, last year was not a good run for him. I mean, it was his rookie year. He was still able to finish 19th and 11th, which may not sound spectacular, and especially um, right now when we want him as our number four pick. Definitely not. But like we said many times, Stuart Haas Racing was really struggling last year. But when Chase Briscoe had good equipment, which was down in the X-Fandy series, man, he was super tough to beat. That victory in the springtime of 2020, where he led 45 laps, he got a first place there. And then the fall race was not able to get the finish that matched uh, the performance they had. Led 55 laps, but finished 11th. And then the year before that, he finished a 6th. This is a track that Chase Briscoe really likes. And I really think you should put that into perspective. I would look at practice speeds, though. Um, definitely because his last few finishes have been a little bit rough, minus the Bristol Dirt Race. That was a great run for him. He was just not able to finish because he did everything he could to try to win that race. But but those other races have not been that great. Talladega, rough finish. Dover was not really a great finish for him, I don't believe. I think he went one lap down there near the end, was just never running up front. I think in this race, though, he can change things around. I think it's similar to fast speeds and, and big corners like Phoenix. So Chase Briscoe, could be a good number four pick here for this weekend. And then the last driver we're going to include here in the pretty good category has been a driver who's mostly been in the pretty good category for a lot, but he's in the final spot just to how rough his run was at Dover. I'm talking about the number 22 at Joey Logano. Joey Logano's worst finish in the last five years has been an 18th place finish where his average running position has been around 10th or 11th. So, Don't expect really a victory out of Joey Logano, but don't expect a horrible race here. I know Dover was a really rough one. Team Penske as a whole had a really rough weekend, but I think they can turn things around. Joey Logano has been fairly consistent when it comes to this racetrack. I say a good top 10 finish out of Joey Logano will be a good one for you. Would I put him above Kurt Busch? I think more confidence-wise, I would put him above Kurt Busch. Maybe even a little bit of Chase Briscoe. I just don't see him uh, running near the front in this race, but... 
uh, between 6th and 10th, absolutely, for Joey Logano. So those are the guys in the pretty good category. We got the number 24 of William Byron, the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr., the number 45 of Kurt Busch, the number 14 of Chase Briscoe, and the number 22 of Joey Logano. Now let's look at three drivers you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. Alright, so the first one you want to take a chance on this weekend has been the driver that has no luck at all in the 2022 season, but has fast cars, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, once again, had a great car at Dover, but ran into every single problem you could think of and was just never able to recover. If he could stay out of bad luck, he's going to get you a good finish, but I think you want more consistent drivers in your fantasy team before you include Denny Hamlin in your garage area. I'd say like having someone like Kyle Busch, maybe you don't want Denny Hamlin in there. I think if you have people like maybe, let's say, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, uh, you can also throw in Ross Chastain in there. If you've got a lot of those top drivers who have been very consistent so far in the 2022 season or here at Darlington, then throw Denny Hamlin on there and you could potentially have a super stacked five group here with Denny Hamlin being in your garage area. However, with that bad luck, keep him in the garage area until maybe up until the end of stage number two. Keep an eye on that. If he's running near the front and scoring stage points, then put him in at that point. But if he gets like a speeding penalty early in the race or something weird happens to him, then keep him in the garage area. His bad luck will still continue. Next driver I want to talk about is a driver who got the pole last week and actually had a really good run and also had some really good finishes here last season. I'm talking about the number 17 of Chase Briscoe. Did you know that he finished ninth in both of the Darlington races last year? I didn't know that. I really didn't. I, I did not expect that at all to see that statistic, but apparently the number 17 car really likes this racetrack. He's had some really good finishes in the past. While most of them have been between 12th and 17th place finishes, uh, I mean, him taking a step in the right direction and finishing in the top 10 last year when they did not have Brad Keselowski is definitely huge on Roush Racing's part and Chris Busher. Now that they have Brad Keselowski driving that number six machine, he could have a better finish. And with how well he ran at Dover... Keep an eye on that number 17 car. He might turn some heads here this weekend. And I'd say he's a number five pick here for fantasy rosters. I wouldn't necessarily put him in full confidence and not look at qualifying and practice. Definitely keep an eye on those and see if he's going to look like he's going to put similar numbers to, he to what he was able to do last year. But he could save you some of your top guys. Maybe you've used up Ryan Blaney a lot. I know I have. Or you've used up Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. You need to save some of those drivers. Now here's your opportunity to throw someone with a little bit of consistency that you're not using every single weekend. Chris Buescher, good number five pick here for Darlington. Now who's going to be the last driver we want here on our take a chance category? Do we want to see someone like Ryan Blaney here on this spot? Uh, I'm not going to go with Ryan Blaney here unless he puts up phenomenal numbers in practice and qualifying. In the last five years, he's only finished in the top 10 once and that was an eighth place finish. Doesn't really give you too much confidence on a guy who's been running up front at a lot of races this year. Maybe it's best to save him. What about Christopher Bell? Had a top five finish in the Dover race. Maybe things are going in the right direction. Yes, he did have that top five finish, but his best finish here in the last two years has been 11th. Um, definitely right there between 11th and 20th is not fancy value. I think he needs another good finish similar to Dover for us to start considering him as a driver you may want to take a chance on. 
Brad Keselowski, I think it's just too risky right now. Uh, yes, we're including his partner right now, but with uh, Brad Keselowski, his runs, even though he's had fast cars, he's just not been able to finish. They're still trying to fix a few things over there. Number six car, I'd say give him a still a couple more weeks, and then we'll see if we want to put him on. I think the driver that you want to take a chance on here this weekend is going to be the number three of Austin Dillon. Yes, Austin Dillon has had some really good finishes here at Darlington Raceway the last couple of years. In fact, he finishes in the top 10 at least one race here at Darlington each season. In 2021, he had a 10th place finish and a 16th place finish. In 2020, he had a second place finish and 11th place finish. Really close to that one, just wasn't able to crack the top 10. 2019, he's able to finish 10th. 2018, he has a fourth place finish finish. Austin Dillon may be the better driver to go with from Richard Childers Racing over Tyler Reddick, whose best finish was a 7th place finish in 2020. I just think um, you're either going to go with one or the other, but I, I have more confidence in Austin Dillon right now. I feel like Austin Dillon is slowly but surely making steps in the right direction. He's a garage pick for sure. Keep an eye on him in practice and qualifying as well. There's a reason why he's in the take a chance category. That we're not know, knowing for certain if he's going to be able to get his top 10 in this race or the next race. But still, I think it is definitely worth the chance to put someone like Austin Dillon in to save some of your top drivers for later races that you feel more confident in. So those are the three drivers you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. We got the number 11 of Denny Hamlin, the number 17 of Chris Buescher, and the number 3 of Austin Dillon. That will conclude our final segment for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Darlington should be an exciting one. Yes, I know it's falling on Mother's Day, so I know some people are going to be spending time with their moms. I totally get it. But make sure to look at the very least the highlights because I feel like this is going to be a good race. Darlington always provides action-packed races no matter which car is driving on the racetrack. And I think hopefully the next-gen car, it's not running like a short track. I, I think it's going to put on a really good race. Darlington is just shaped in that certain way that just makes the racing exciting. If you still want to join our Fantasy League, you can do so at FantasyGames.com. NASCAR.com. NASCAR Field Fillers is the league name. If you finish in the top three, you will get a shout out on both TikTok as well as this podcast. We have had a lot of people join in the middle of the season and put up some really good numbers. So keep on joining, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Winner overall will get a 124 diecast from me. I, I got the diecast right now. I've taken it apart. I think we're just waiting on some decals right now. I, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. Don't you guys worry. I still got plenty of time for that. If you do want to watch daily videos from me, all NASCAR related, you can do so on TikTok or on YouTube. At, at TikTok, it's Vanilla Wafers 44, and on YouTube, it's Vanilla Wafers. Right now, the biggest thing going on on those channels is a 64 four-man bracket to determine who the best NASCAR driver is. A lot of crazy matchups right now here in just the round of 64. I, we had Benny Parsons and Fireball Roberts go against each other. Fireball Roberts was just barely able to edge out Benny Parsons. Kyle Larson almost beat Bill Elliott, but Bill Elliott eliminates Kyle Larson in the first round. It's a lot of fun, and you guys are the ones who makes a pick, so if you do want to join in on that, you can do so on those pages, or even Twitter where my following is at TylerV33. That's where I mostly talk during the NASCAR races. A lot of you guys shared pictures from Dover. That was awesome of you guys. I greatly appreciate that. It's so cool to see the fans out on the racetrack enjoying those races, and seeing you guys post those photos and 
sending them to me is even better. So thank you guys so much. For anyone who's going to Darlington, please send me those photos. You can do so on Twitter or on TikTok. I greatly appreciate it. But above all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.